would I be like, what's going on? You know, would I, would I just think they're funny looking, but I'll help them? But I do. I, I, that happens a lot. That happens a lot in just general life. Right, so say he's got a budget of 200 million for the year. Right, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. Right. I wasn't expecting this kind of cha-ching. Exactly. So you're going. But they would they make they wouldn't make that back. Surely, surely they wouldn't make that back. Would they do. Hi. They'll never be the same again, and nobody's seen him in public for like ten years. I I, I genuinely didn't know. Them. I, I I remember something happening, but didn't know. My my knowledge of Italian. Okay, so if I were to say, is it rich rich wheat? Rivadacci. Rich. Fuck! I've forgotten the night, haven't I? Yorkshire. You don't think. <laughs> you don't think that it would. Like, it's the same It's the same language, but it's just, it just sounds different, does it? Different. Too busy podcast episode. I have no idea. It's yes, it will be an episode. It will be an episode. Yeah, hopefully, it's a weekly roundup this week, isn't it? Aye, we'll go with it. We'll, go with well it. I have a few notes, a few crazy things that I have tried to withhold in myself. Okay, have occurred not to me, but just in the world. So, the first one is about this UFO shenanigans. Now, normally, you'll come on here and you'll be like, Right, they're just talking our usual UFO shit again. All right, now, Jimmy, you're going to have to explain this, because yes, okay, you maybe mentioned the topics, but I knew Yes. So basically yesterday, in America, there was a a meeting. For some reason, there was like a National Congress meeting, and they had these former kind of Navy SEALs and all, like all, all these high-end military people, right? And one of the administrators asks a question, like, you know, do you have any knowledge or do you have any understanding of non-human or non-Earth-based UFOs. Because a UFO can be Earth-based because it's only, all it means is unidentified flying object. So it could be yeah, yeah, yeah. another country's unidentified flying object because you don't know what it is. But, it, you know what I mean? So yeah, say, so, yeah, say like, of course, yeah. China. Boom. I've watched Ancient Aliens, right? I, I'm I'm well screwed on whenever it comes to all this. Don't worry. Right. Well, anyway, hey. The, so it's, they ask this guy, and he, in no uncertain terms, goes, I have strong evidence, proof, and memory of testing and having in captivity, basically, a non-human, biological, out-of-earth thing. I don't know what word he used. Right. But this is this is covered. It's not just like Joe Rogan. This is BBC News, CNN, like all the proper news agents. People are like, oh, yeah. This is real. So, whenever you say in captivity, so the the UFO crashed, right? This was in, and then they kept it until it died. Now, this was in 1952. Well, whatever was in it. Yeah. 1952. Okay. Well, one of the the main story was, but somehow he like maybe something came about from it. But do you not think that's nuts? Like, I actually couldn't sleep. We were last night thinking, I'm now in the movie. That you thought I was a child, like oh, it's never gonna, it's never gonna be aliens. But where there actually is aliens, then it's kind of proof, not. Yeah, yeah, bro. But there has to be. 
you know, think think how big the universe is and how small the you know but how small Earth. the kind of yeah Earth is compared to you know other places around the, around the block, you know. Yeah. And is it not like we've only humans have only discovered what like. Is it only like ten percent of the ocean or some shit like that? Yeah, they've only I think they've only mapped ten percent. Like I know they all exist. Yeah. But they haven't got like detailed maps. Like you gotta have roadmaps of land. Mm. But it pains me. It actually pains me that people don't take it seriously because you would think something like that would be top of the news. But instead it was about Shania Twain. I but I think that I think the news is more about uh Rest in the peace, Shania Twain, by the way. Who? You know Shania Twain, the singer. From can't, can't say it. Mm. Look her up quickly, bro. If you have, oh, you can't. She, she was a singer from Ming, or from Ireland, right? Um, I think a big time. Back in the day, she had one really big song. I can't remember what it was, but she, she went bald for some reason, and she had. I think she went to become a nun later in life as well, or something. I must be. Maybe I was a movie, but. She died yesterday. <laughs> so rest of peace, Twain. But that was top of the news bulletin yeah. instead of alien life proven. Yeah, but like what? How 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 would you? What way are you selling it? I feel like in reality, more people would probably be emotionally. Uh, what's what's the word? Um, engaged. And yeah, engaged. I was gonna say focused, but yeah, engaged with. The, the individual dying mm-hmm. and it would be, you know, with, uh, you know, aliens. What would you do if you came across an alien, just like, it had crashed and was like, yo, mate, how do you get the Tully Carnet here? I need to get, I need to get some someone's house, I know, just for safety. What would, what, what accent would they have? A Northern Ireland? Be because they're that smart, they're able to blend in and I kind of have your accent. How do they look? How you would imagine humans to look in fifty thousand years? So basically, bigger head, smaller arms, because we're all brain, no brawn, no more. Mm, how would I react? I don't know. I don't know. I think I would. Uh, would I freeze? Would I be like, "What's going on?" You know? Would I? Would I just think they're funny looking, but I'll help them? You know? no, I do. I, I, that happens a lot. That happens a lot in just general life. They're funny looking, but I'll be. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> But well, there was there was one thing yesterday. There was one of the Republican, this is in America. That one of the Republican senators, I think, uh-huh. was doing a speech, right? And he's like pretty old. I'd say he's about seventy. And at one point, like he's doing a speech, fine. He just freezes, stops speaking for like thirty seconds, just I guess. And then like all his wee team members, no way that you see all the politicians behind them. Aye, they all like have to go and walk up, and go, come on, come on with this now, come on. And he's like. So he just froze. It's like it's like his batteries died. Really, he's just. Like, well, uh, have you seen those? Uh, have you seen the uh, uh, the like videos of the politicians like sleeping while there's you know shit going on? And yes, in in the houses of parliament. Aye. Yeah. That, yeah. Aye. Aye. Well, the Commons in the UK. I don't know what they call the Senate. Don't they in America? Miracle. Mm-hmm. But uh, have you seen the one with the the one here? There was a guy, there was an MLA, and he was looking up shoes, but he was caught by the camera behind him, and like he was looking up Peter Pointers. This is like three or four years ago, so it's like, you know, the really pointy shoes that you get with your sheets. Yeah, yeah. And he was caught looking at, like, this is during a really important debate, and he's sitting in there, like, that's his job, to be like, listening in, maybe say something, 
And he's just going Ah, the value or hear the value and he's just looking going know. in for Peter Pointers and like, bro, what's that about? Imagine imagine you know, if you were doing your job and then uh, you know, people are looking people are looking assistance or whatever and then you're just sorry mate. Just hold on. New pair of sneaks on the market. Need to need need to grab them. You know. <laughs> oh, I have done that, but that's a different story. No, G Mac. No, you haven't, mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that was my UFO thing. So there's only so much you can talk about it because you can't prove nothing yourself. But it's getting more. There's more files being released as like the more social media and kind of fast news becomes popular. Mm-hmm the easier it is to get that kind of information, whereas maybe 10 years ago that wouldn't have popped out as quick. Are you familiar with Bob Lazar? I'm sure I'm you are. very familiar with Bob Lazar. Yeah. Looks a bit strange, but we'll watch Shut. Whoa. Whoa. He look, no, no, I'm saying like he's looked Ooh. like he's seen something. What? He looks like he's seen something that has changed, like his face just does. He just looks like he's kind of holding something back, which he is. <laughs> so you're saying it's, his natural face is... Uh... Secretive? Yes, it's like he's got some sort of post-traumatic stress from something, which is obviously, if he has seen what he is saying. And if you'd like to give people, uh, if anyone doesn't know Bob Lazar, I think he used to work in Area 51? or what? He did. Is he was, I think he was a contractor for one of the companies in there. Okay, yeah, and then he came out and said all this, like, oh, i seen this and they have this and blah, 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 blah. Um, what what it was, what I actually started with was that he had he had announced it was a new compound of material or a new what do you element? Call, new element, yes. Yeah. That was about to come out in like four years' time. And then he he was like, No, nah, here it is and it's yes. like come out. Yes, yes. Um I remember it was years ago whenever um whenever I seen this, but it was uh bollocks. <laughs> um I- I was expecting you to be on flight. Oh, oh, golly, you're <laughs> Golly, what did he say? Um, yeah, it was. It was like it wasn't like Element Fifteen or something, was it? Oh, it was, it was, yeah, there wasn't a for, name for it, but it was a number. Yeah, yeah, and he, was it like it was? It was more like useful than like electricity or something, or was it something like that? It was something better than the one we had. Right, yeah. Because that's what the the machine that they had and were studying, they were reverse engineering yep. the machine and that's what they were trying to trying to get from it. Then that's mm-hmm. what they ended up getting and then that became a thing. Yeah. But uh, on a side note, in, in two weeks' time, I think NASA are testing out their first supersonic, uh, quiet supersonic plane for commercial use. This... By the time this goes out, that may have already happened. That might have happened. Yeah. Um, and it's designed so basically, Concorde was supersonic, but it had a sonic boom, and that was very loud. So it wasn't actually allowed to fly over land, like a lot of you know, like say big cities and stuff. Like it could only go from say London and then across to America. So that's all sea basically. Okay. But this new one that they've designed, they've created it in a way that it will go supersonic, but it'll It'll be just like a small thud, so they're really testing how loud it is over the continental US first. And then they're going to get like measurements of how loud it was, and if residents were like annoyed by it or woken up. But imagine, get, but they were saying that you'd be able to get from here to Sydney in like three hours. It would not be, it would just make everything so much better. That'd be like going from here to Spain. What? Here to Spain in three hours? 
Well, some parts of Spain. Well, I think it takes about three hours to get to Spain. There you go. What are you arguing about there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So it's fine. Uh, yeah, well, I, I see. It kind of part of part of things like that. In a way, they bother me because chances are we'll never, you know, because it's going to be expensive. Is it though? Because he's going to use it. It has to be affordable enough. Rich people. But they use private. They don't want to fly with other people. You had her. They don't want people to be on the plane with them. Okay. Fine. I mean, no, it's, it's all right. Did I explain the, a thing called, I think it's called deadheading? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, why'd you want to get that then? Um, so basically, it's how, there's an app. I think there's an app that allows, so what a deadhead is, is whenever a private jet goes one way and it has to get back to the place it came from with no passengers on it. Right. Because that's where the pilots are from. Okay. Okay. But it has to do that journey no matter what. Yeah. It has to go back. Yeah, yeah. And normally that that's where the airline starts to lose money because they're not actually getting any passengers. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But there's an app that allows you to see specifically where all these return flights are going to. Uh, sorry, what, what's the reason that they can't bring like, people on? No, no, the, it's not that they can't. It's just that there isn't anyone. There's no customers. Okay. There's nobody wants to pay 25 grand for a, a private jet. Well, it was back. There was actually a time whenever me and a couple of family members went to the Maldives many, many moons ago. And on the way back, I think it was, there's basically two or three flights that we got. So it was kind of like there was a flight that was like two hours long. And then we got on one that was many hours long, like yeah. eight or something. And then it was like a small one from like England to here. But the first flight we were on, I think there was quite literally about like six of us in like a full plane. Because a full ass plane. Yeah, yeah. So it was literally like jet. It was just uh, I don't even know I don't even know what one it was, but it was just like you work away wherever you want to sit because obviously there's no one here. I don't think the flight had first class or business class. Is that? I work away, son. Oh, I'm going up there. I'm going up to the first class. Yeah. So I I had took you know the way you've got like uh it was it was a wide plane. Mm. So it was like there was three row or there was three seats on the left, then there was like four or five in the middle, and then there was sort of three. There was only six people on that plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bro, literally, like I think all of us took like, well, we essentially just took a row each, and then you could like lie lie across all the seats. So that's what yeah. we done for like two hours. That was great, big ass plane because three, four, three. That's a quite a, a wide fuselage. Like, it, like, it was wide, but it wasn't it wasn't a long plane. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't think so. Why do you angle it? <laughs> Well, I must be big enough because I mean, even to have had a no ass. Go ahead. Have two engines to it. No idea, mate. I didn't even look at the window. I didn't look at the structure. <laughs> but yes, so this dead heading thing, right? So uh, it's just they didn't just to say that day they didn't have anyone that wanted to fly private back, which is why there would be no customers uh, back. Yeah. So what this app does is it finds out the routes for you that this is happening on, right? And then. It'll give you, you like a really discounted price, so like four hundred pounds for say, Milan to Belfast mm-hmm. on a private jet, right? But it's really not costing the airline any more money, and it's not costing you much more money to go private, because the pilots have to go home, okay, and the plane has to be back in Belfast for the customers in the next morning to mm-hmm. go from Belfast to somewhere else. You are paying thousands and thousands. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that app. There was a guy called Noel Phillips. Shout out Noel Phillips on YouTube. He does like airline reviews and stuff, and he found this out for me, and he done it in British Columbia. 
for you specifically? Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, he done it for me. Um, and I've seen him actually in the airport, but he ignored me. So, oh, bro, that hurts. Never meet your idols. Oh, you right? Not really, but we could one. Oh, just, mean, just mean in general. Oh, right. So my next one. Go ahead. If you do you want to do, I, I've got loads here. No, bro, you've you've got the gold mine. I've got the next step. That's right. Which is next week. I um well, or it could be in the same week. Just two oh, episodes a week now. That's that's true. Yeah, two yeah. Episodes. <laughs> When's the next one? Wait, what next What's week? Today? Huh? What is it? Tuesday and Friday? Yeah, but not this week. Next week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, okay, all right, okay. All right, go ahead. Um, so what's your opinion on Formula One? Tell me what you think about it. Do you want me to be honest or do you want me to yeah. lie? Be honest, because I'm starting to get... I've got opinions now off it. No interest in them yet. At all? At all. You Do you have an interest in cars at all? Nope. 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 <laughs> well, I uh, for my own car, I always said as long as it's got a... Uh, as long as it's got a steering wheel with four wheels and can get me places. Uh, just about does that. However, I would like a fancy car, luxury car. You know, however, Formula One just, I mean, it's quite literally them just driving around a track for however many hours, you know. Not for me, Chief. Right. So I have a bit of beef with Formula One at the minute. Okay. Uh, it's only really started in the last three months. Mm-hmm. So, as a kid from like eight, nine, and ten, I love Formula One. Like I, it was fantastic. I thought there were like spaceships flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then through the whole like Ham, you know what? Everyone knows Lewis Hamilton. Like yeah. all through that era of him winning, it was boring, but it was cool because the cars were getting faster and better, and you know, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, like there was still improvement. You could see like every year the cars went back to the same tracks, but they were like a second quicker. Yeah, so sorry. That was one thing that I never understood with Formula One because every car isn't as quick. Is that is that correct in saying? Yes. Okay. So did Lewis Hamilton not always have like a, a pretty fast car compared to, well, not compared to all of them, but like, you know, did it? Did he have that advantage of fast cars compared to some others? No, obviously there is. You have to be a good driver, of course, to get there in the first. Yes, yes, of course, but. Surely, is there not an element of, well, he's got a faster car, you know what I mean? So, like, there could be two equally good drivers, but if one's got a faster car, well, then what's, like, you know? You're yes, doing? you're correct. That's my dad's argument, too, why he doesn't watch it. But, right. so, in Formula 1, there is, at the minute, 10 different manufacturers. So, you've got, you know, like, Mercedes, Ferrari, Mercedes Aston Martin, Red Bull. Golf. No. Hello. <laughs> Volkswagen. Um, no, so you've got like that. So you've got 10 different versions of those, and each of those teams that's your teams yep. has two drivers, yes. Right? And then there's at the minute, I think there's four engine suppliers, which are Mercedes, Ferrari, uh, Renault, and Red Bull Honda, right? Which okay. is more Red Bull, uh, right? Yeah, but Red Bull are now, I think it's nuts, but exactly. But what happens is that the other six teams, mm-hmm. instead of spending all their money on buying or on on like developing their own engines, mm-hmm. they give those four companies a, a set amount of money every year and say, "Build us our engine, right?" And we'll just use it. Mm-hmm. That saves them money, and like, and then you know the companies like Ferrari make money from it too. 
So okay. basically, the different concoction of having a different car and a different engine is how you get the differences in faster and slower cars because who can make the faster, more powerful engine and who can make the better chassis and aerodynamics and stuff like that. So everyone has... But like have the same set of rules. This, yeah, but like the same start and then it's what they do with yep. that. Yeah. Right. So okay. there is a point, but well, until recently there wasn't a budget cap. So what could happen was... Oh, yeah. So what could happen was, so say, say you were... Say you were Haas. Haas are terrible, right? Haas. H-A-S-S. Haas. Haas. They're an American team. Haas. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, right, so say he's got a budget of 200 million for the year. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot, okay? Right. I wasn't expecting this kind of cha-ching. Exactly. So you're going, well, we've got it. We've got it. You know, we're going we're gonna to be good this year. No. In like 2019, I think Mercedes spent 800 and something million just on developing their car for one season. So they could become like two seconds quicker. But they would they make they wouldn't make that back. Surely, surely they wouldn't make that back. Well, they do. How? Well, one, you win money from winning races and championships. Aye, but two what, like s- t- sponsors. Right. Three Well their their own like kind of if you if if your Formula One team does well, naturally your cars out in the real world will sell well because they were like, Oh, that's a successful name. So it's, I don't think they're there to make money from the Formula One team, but I think it helps the whole company make money in general. Right. Because it's promoting Mercedes, which is why Artie are joining in 2026. That's I didn't realise how much money there was in Formula One. Oh, but now, okay. since 2020, there's been a budget cap of 200 mil. Right. So that like those wee small teams, it's not just as mad anymore. Okay. Right. That, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. But, so say you win this year. You get less wind tunnel time next year. So you know why they put cars through wind tunnels to see how the like the aero flow and stuff over the top and like how slick it will be. Right, yeah. How good your aerodynamics are. Right. You'll get less wind tunnel time if you do well this year. So but then the teams that were really bad last year they'll get, they'll get more so that, that kind of gets them closer. So like balances out. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. Exactly. That's what this was by my beef with it, right? I don't know if I like that. Because the only thing that kept me engaged in Formula One was that, that the cars kept getting better and quicker, and every year it's like you were seeing your new spaceship coming in. Yeah. Whereas now, they're adding more weight to them, which is making them slower. Yeah. They're changing the gear ratios from eight to six in 2026, which means you won't be able to get as much power out of every, you know, yeah. got as much shifts. Yeah. And they're taking out like the MGUK or the MGUH, which is like electrical energy. Which is like another thirty horsepower. So that's they're actually purposely making the cars worse, in return to what they think will be that the cars will be closer, because if they're all worse together. But then the problem is, one of them's going to figure out something, and then like this season, Red Bull will just go 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 off again, and now you've got a slow car, and someone's just winning by thirty seconds still, right? So you're going backwards both in excitement and the actual technology, because I watch it for the advance of technology itself. Well, I think, obviously, if you're one of the, the lesser teams, you know, you're thinking, wow, this is it, they've, they've done it. But it's but in a way, it's not really fair. So yeah. they're obviously trying to make it fair and, like, balance everyone out, but I feel like that that doesn't make it fair because, you know, if there's a... It's almost like if you are if you win or do really well one season, it's like you're almost being punished, like, next yeah. season by, you know, not giving you the same opportunities as you would others. But then I understand from like the Formula One point of view, 
in a way it'll make it more entertaining if there's different if there's different drivers or teams like win it every year so it's a bit more like you know I don't know if like if there is like one team or whatever that is like way ahead but in the last 10 years there's only been two different teams who won it Mercedes and Ferrari Red Bull Mercedes and Red Bull yeah that's it okay right last 15 years maybe aye yeah so from like a neutral standpoint that's probably not you know the Formula 1 are probably thinking oh you know it's going to be these guys so whereas if they change it up and then all of a sudden the next like 10-15 years there's like six different like winners or whatever do you know what I mean but but it's take so to see the real Formula 1 fan the one that was there before Drive to Survive you know that Netflix thing Yep, there was a Netflix series called Driver to Survive and it followed around Formula 1 races basically shortened them all down into like our episodes mm-hmm. for the whole weekend mm-hmm. so it's like easier to watch instead of watching the whole race okay Um, all those fans that came because of that want to see more of like what it's becoming now whereas the people like me who were there from back in the day they're there for the love of actual cars and like wanting to see how cool they can get how fast they can get you know the actual Mm-hmm. technical stuff of it like I love all the aerodynamics and just all like the kind of technology behind it but that's being taken out more because they're, they're like we're holding back so much there's so many bands on we innovations yeah because yeah. teams are getting so much quicker mm-hmm. I'm like just let them all do it yeah. and then we can all advance and actually you know we'll interest both people yeah no I get what you're saying I would agree I would agree but I park away no, no, I, I think it is just uh, long term. I think it'll probably bring in more money for the Formula One because it'll be more exciting, like you said, for the neutral. But you see, right now with those laws in place mm-hmm. about the budget cap and about kind of bans and all this kind of innovations, mm-hmm. Red Bull won a race last week by like twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. It's a big, a big difference. Yeah, and where's where's the excitement in that? Yeah. Yes, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, we're all really close. But nobody cares about that. Because mm. if you know every year Max Verstappen's going to win, then I that's, well, that's okay. I mean, Hamilton won five, four in a row, I think, but he's won seven in total. And then Vettel's won four, and this is all in the last 15 years. So there's only been like four different, five different people in the last nearly 20 years have won a, a world championship. But they've had to consistently beat their teammate every year who you've had the same uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose never thought about that actually, yeah. Yeah. Where's uh where's Jensen Button these days? He's he's on Sky Sports F one. Because I remember he he was he was a big right. name. But then he Do you know how that happened? Right. So there was how, how what happened? How he won the world championship. I okay, I didn't know that. Right. Okay. So he became a big name because he won out of luck basically. So in two thousand and eight, I think Honda were so there we just went bankrupt right mm-hmm. and that's who you race for and this guy just this guy called Ross Braun he's big in Formula 1 circles big wig but he's not famous like you don't know him okay, no and he says hey I guess I have enough money and I have enough know-how I'll just set up this Honda team for the one year call it Braun GP give it a few wee tweaks that I think I know about and we'll see what happens okay and then he and he ended up winning the world championship for one year. Yeah, under his own name called Braun GP. And surely, surely he made bank that year in there. Yeah, he's now the he's on, he just retired as like the CEO of F1. So that, got him as a big 
But oh, that's the reason Jensen Button won the uh, World Championship because they came up with a thing called a double diffuser, I think. Oh, double diffuser. Which is at the back. It creates a lot more downforce than other cars could. So it can just go around corners a lot quicker. Okay. But nobody else worked it out, but he had it in his mind. Maybe that's why he took the team over. He's like, I've got something here that could actually make this work. Bro, imagine imagine backing yourself that much and being like, you know, I think I can do it, you know, and making all these tweaks and all this and that, only for you to go and smash it. Yeah. The it one in ten, it, it happened in Bosnia. So after that, yeah, Mercedes bought that team, and Mercedes were bad from then until about twenty fourteen. I think Lewis Hamilton won his first championship. So they, I, I supported them between then and then. Between when and when? <laughs> between twenty ten and twenty fourteen. Right. With Michael Schumacher and Ross or Nico Rosenberg. Ross, Nico, Nico Rosberg. I'm going Nico. I'm thinking Nico Hulkenberg. Nico Rosberg. Um, but Michael Schumacher's doing well, by the way. Don't really know what's happening with him, but what? Why would you say that? Because we don't. What? What do you mean? Well, I hear about his ski accident years ago. Yeah, he's still in hospital from it. Oh, fuck! Really? Yeah, it's not like 2019, 2018, bro. Michael Schumacher. That was in like 2014, 13. 12 maybe even Eh? Yeah So he's been in hospital for 10 years So here's what I know Right Nobody knows much Because the family kept it quiet Right But se- seven time world champion Michael Schumacher Had a ski accident in France mm-hmm. I Wait. think He just retired from Formula 1 For the second time So I think that's about 2013 Right He was in hospital for a few years was moved to his home for, like, care 24-7 in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And nobody apart from, like, two people know what's wrong. He's not He's not well. He's definitely got some sort of damage, like, permanent brain damage. Some sort of damage. Yeah. Right. But apparently, like, he's, he's able to communicate just, but right, he's not, he'll never be the same again, and nobody's seen him in public for, like, 10 years. I, I, I genuinely didn't know that. I, I, I remember something happening, but didn't know him. You know what's even more sad? His son got into Formula One in twenty twenty. Oh no, he's still alive. Don't worry. Oh, just okay. he just got we're good. We're good. He was there for two seasons, and then the team let him go. So now his son mm-hmm. doesn't have a drive either. He's a reserve driver for Mercedes at the minute. But I can see why. So Michael Schumacher, his whole thing was about keeping his family out of the spotlight because he was the Lewis Hamilton of his day. Mm-hmm. He was so famous. Yeah. So now. His family are trying to do the same for him. They don't want the whole world to be putting pictures off of him, you know, like in a wheelchair. That's that's wholesome content. Isn't it? That's wholesome content. But I, it's so sad. I mean, I would say probably close to 200 races. And the thing that got him in the end was the one time he wasn't being safe and skiing. Yeah. He was off-piste. Well, you know, the uh, Manuel Neuer, Germany yeah. goalkeeper and all this and that. He like, uh, yeah, he like broke his hands whenever he was skiing. And then he was like out for like two months. Yeah, it was that last season. I think it was. Uh, it was. It was sometime. But yeah, it went skiing, broke his hand, and then obviously as a goalkeeper in football, you would need your hands you, quite a bit. Mm. So yeah, so he was out for a couple of months. But I think there's. Uh, I think for a lot of contracts, not not just fo- football contracts, but I think a lot of sporting uh, contracts. There are. I think. You're basically signing, saying that you can't. You know, go like skiing, for example, mm-hmm. or you can't do a sport that is 
considered like dangerous, like jet skiing or something. Mm, well, something well I don't know, but like skiing obviously could you know could cause injury. Um, like mountain biking, for example. Oh fuck, mountain biking! There's no fun in that at all. No, dog. <laughs> see the one time. So it was on a res- residential was tech. I think this was maybe a year before year before I met yourself. God, good times, mate. Mm. Yeah, but. Wee wee. On a residential, so I think in total there was, I want to say, 30 of us there. I think I counted, and I could be wrong, and it, it could be me as well, but I think 15 people, half the people, fell off the bike. What? How, how's that entertaining? How's that entertaining? I mean, I will have enough cycling to cycle. Aye, right? aye. Why add in a tree? Why, why, <laughs> why add this element to danger? Bro, have, have you ever been, is it Kilbrony? Kilbrony Activity yeah. Centre? Uh, so, but at the end, I know what it looks like. Aye, right. Well, for the sake of this conversation, what I want you to imagine, right? You're at the top of about five hills, okay? Five hills, top five hills. Of each other. So, so now for the audio list, well, the audio, obviously, everyone's audio for list. everybody listening. Yes. So now, Jimang, I'm gonna it, for you. It'll be easy. So we start off at the top, okay? Then imagine like a hill down. Oh, then you're on another hill, okay? Oh, then you're on another hill, okay? Could that not be counted as the same hill? I know, but for visuals, it's right. you know because I don't want to say one hill because then that just you picture like a really steep, but it's like it's like one big hill with about four or five steep ones. Okay. Okay, many ones. So we started off at the top. This was the warm up, by the way. This was the fucking warm up, right? They just said, "Oh, just go for it. You just go down these hills," and I was like, "Right." Send it. And they were give yeah they were giving you this like rundown of whenever you start cycling. If you're going downhill, you like lean back. So obviously, you don't, you know, if you lean forward, you're going to tip, you know? Classic. So it's like lean back, almost over the back of the the seat. And I was the fuck, G-Mac, I shit you not, I was trembling with fear, right? Okay. Did and you see bodies flying off all over the place? So it was, it was like one by one and all this and that. And then it was like, uh, I think, yeah, so I think it was maybe about 10, 15 of us. Or whatever. So, like, whenever you're going down, if you fuck up, everyone's going to be watching you, right? And they said, whatever you do, just commit. Because if you don't commit and you hit the brakes, you're going to go over the top. Mm. That's basically what... Especially if you had the front brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, me being me... Front brake. I panicked going down the first one because I was shitting myself, mate. I was full on, like, trembling. Like, probably couldn't string a sentence together because of how scared I was. And then go down the first one and, like, halfway, I just, I panic. And hit the brake. Now it might it might not have been it might not have been the front brake, but I do remember starting to tip forward. The feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like I remember, I was thinking, please don't fall, because I don't want to don't want to fucking embarrass myself. And then the instructor was like, oh, oh you know, come on up here and try again, Nathan. Like even man, I hadn't been on a bike for a few years before yeah. that. So yeah, and then, but it literally was a case. You had to full send it. You just had to. You had to switch off that part of your brain and just go down and you know bump at a fucking bump all the way down i have two stories kind of like that so one was in wallace park you know where the football pitches are yeah in yes yes i you know, there's a steep hill beside the cricket ground yes i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. you know what we hill there i was going yeah. down there as a kid and i done the fill yeah dog it would be like that except three mo- or like two or three more and a bit steeper and like, a bit more bumpy no, no, it was because it was it was just grass at this stage, but it was like a warm up, and then we went up. To no, I remember just from one. I just I was just like, yay, yeah. And then I went. What? I I remember like, I remember the G forces, like the way my body was going. Whoa, I, yeah, like, yeah. Right. 
because I went, I went over and then over again when I landed. So it was like a double one. But yeah. And the other one was when I was skiing off piste, helmet on, of course, helmet. And uh, I'm not great at balance in any application of sport. So cycling, gymnastics, ballet dancing, anything. Yep. But I. Yep. I was going down and I was getting bumpier and bumpier and bumpier. Yeah. so the bumps were getting higher and higher and higher and higher and, higher and, higher. <laughs> and then one just gets me and I just I don't land like nice and calmly I land face first boink straight in it and then as I so I'm like lying on the ground boink glasses are like this like diagonal and <laughs> like diagonal and my helmets I got like all over the place and my face is covered in snow and I just look up like <laughs> and there was all these like kind of good looking Italian women flying past and I'm like oh <laughs> just, trying, just trying to look better and so when was this? oh like 2018 uh, oh alright okay have you been skiing? never been skiing never been skiing I think you'd love it I uh, you know what because I'm not a daredevil but I love it too I no no I'm, I'm not a daredevil and that you're the way people love that element of danger no 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 that's not for it no, just bro. Not for me. Here's what you do: you just go up a ski lift up to the very top of the mountain. Right? Yep, 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 yep. It'll take you like thirty minutes to get back down again. Just stay on those nice carved pieces. Yeah. Just and then stop off at a bar halfway. Bunch of Italian women. Hey, grazie, ciao bella, and they cut off a few pints. So, so am I Italian, right? I, I could really be butchering this, and if there's any Italians listening, uh, I'm really sorry. But my no, there isn't because I'm the most uh, my my knowledge of Italian. Okay, so if I were to say, is it rich, rich wheat, rich wheat, rich, fuck, I've forgotten now, haven't I? Um, rich, rich fiasco de pace. He just went. I was, I was, I was Desi. I tried to say with confidence, but I kind of I slurred um, Rich Ries, Rich, who's he play for? <laughs> who's he play for? Um, Rich, oh, in my head it's really clear, but actually putting it, putting it out there, Rich we Rich we what what's it mean? Rich yes, get the pache or oh, fuck, really annoyed, I've forgotten it. Rich, red tree, red. <laughs> you sure it's not a rivadachi? No, it's not. No, it, so what it means is rest in peace. Rest free and Kate Apache. Uh, I learned it from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you didn't. Because every time you killed the boss, it was like this wee scene of like, oh, you know, he was like, you know, he was even though they were enemies, he would just like gently put yeah. them down as he like shanks their brain or something, yeah. you know. It's like, Rest free and Kate Apache. Would you love to learn a new language? Yes. Uh, what like, language would it be? So during lockdown, I actually learned. <laughs> Uh, I was doing quite a lot of learning for the French language. Ah, oui, oui, oui. Parlez-vous français? Je m'appelle much. De 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 parler français? Oui. Zago bleu. Miel bleu. Yeah, so I learned I learned quite a bit of that, and it was. You know what? I think there's still there's still parts that I do remember, but it was like so. I, um, there was an app, obviously Duolingo. Duolingo. Yes. I can, I can barely fucking speak English, no matter anything else. Yeah, let's work with that. But, uh, yeah, Duolingo, and there was something else. There was another app. I think it was called Cards, possibly. But it was like, it would teach you phrase, phrases. So, 
for example, there is a category for football. Okay. Right. So uh, I think uh, <clears throat> let me put my French accent. Uh, Le Capel Rouge uh, is red card. Okay. Um, We're free in France. Yeah. Um, there were things like emotions or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, and there was all, I was like, I think, if I were to say, je pense que mon français, comme ci, comme ça, I think that means, I think my French is okay. But you don't, no French person wants to hear that. They just no. want to hear you speak French. Yeah, but do you think you could pass a conversation or understand someone in French? And to be fair, yeah. to be fair, there's been times whenever if so, um, if I've been watching a movie or something and they're talking French, there's bare minimum, and I'm talking bare minimum, like words that I could pick up. So, say if they were talking about their father, for example, I could. I could yeah. almost guess it because, you know, I could, you know, papa, you know, shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say my knowledge of French is about one, no, 2% higher than the average person. Right. Average non-speaking French. Non-native. I actually heard a pretty cool thing earlier about French where, so in Canada, in Quebec, they speak French. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. first language, even though it's surrounded by English-speaking yeah. people. Yeah. But apparently, when the French, when a Quebecian, if that's the right term, Quebec mm. goes to France. That sounds cool. Goes to France is a completely different. But I'm just thinking it's more of the accent than the actual words. Mm -hmm. Like if we go to Leeds or something, it's completely different. Yorkshire, you don't think? You <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that it would like it's the same it's the same language, but it's just it just sounds different to the different. Gonna try to do it. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I wanna. No, oh, it's that. good, it's good, it's good gear. Let let's Time to go down to Yorkshire. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that all that, son? No, that gets me going. But yeah, no, even the mank in the art of the skies, like you, you think that's a different language. How does that do? We've done that a few weeks ago, I'm not trying I mean, <laughs> But I would love I would love to learn and I was trying to forbid Spanish because about 30% of Americans speak Spanish and Spain's cooler. Oh, right, yeah. I was going to say why America, but yes. And Mexico. Mexico. So there's more people. I feel like it'd be more useful than French. No, I think I think Spanish is like, obviously, Eng well, I think English is top. Is top. Oh, I think it's Cantonese. Huh? It's one of, the chi one of the Chinese languages. Oh, right, okay. Right. Mandarin. Chinese or Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. Oh, the Mandarin. Yeah. Oh. Do you mean the rinse? Right, right. It's sure a big les. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I would love to learn Spanish, and I, I can. I went to Benidorm when I was doing it, not but like just for that, but I was in Benidorm when it happened. Brilliant. <laughs> and uh, it really, I was too nervous to use it in like any local context because they all spoke English. Yeah. So during during lockdown, like I said, whenever I was, I was trying my best of French, I was watching a lot of uh, well, not a lot of videos, but there was a YouTube channel, and I. Couldn't tell you, I couldn't even remember his name. I barely remember what he looks like. But what his whole shtick is, is that he'll learn a language within a few months. Like, oh, the the guy that goes to restaurants? Yes, yes, I think he does. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. But, um, yeah, so his tip was basically try your best to learn the basics. And whenever you feel like you're confident, 
then there's like different places like websites or like discord or whatever that you can then actually go on and have a conversation with these people now it is like a you pay them 15 20 pound an hour to listen to you yeah and then basically they'll like correct you on your on your on your language that um that they speak which because obviously one that'll give you confidence and like actually speaking it and then two it'll like help you with pronunciations do you know what i mean um which and i have to I have to say the people that i have known that do speak multiple languages i'm always i'm just in awe of like thoroughly impressed yeah just how it's almost like a switch in their head that they just like turn it on turn it off and there was a time working in a shop and i'm not gonna not gonna name anyone but this person could speak another language so they were not born over here but they moved over quite early on in their life so they're you know bilingual and there's, there's that's that's the term and we we were just talking away and all this not like you wouldn't have even thought they were from like uh from another another country or spoke another language and then all of a sudden like their mum calls them and then it's just like a completely different person yeah it, that's what I'm saying. it literally was like a switch because it was like oh yeah oh hold on I'm just getting a call from mum and then bang different language yeah. and I think that is uh and I think it, it's it's admirable as well because obviously you would need you need the confidence to speak another language and then to live over in like a you know like another country because imagine now if you were to go over say i don't know germany i've mentioned germany so if you're going over to germany and like no one around you like it was just you so you had to learn the language do you know what i mean like that's a all right yeah i thought you're going somewhere with that no, i was gonna get ready to sit down but that's like that's a tough thing to do and that's why i honestly i think it is it's it is admirable that you know people can do that and you know they deal well with it and really learn the language you know so the one example i can give of that is a comedian called tom segura who does comedy in spanish and english okay and he says that his spanish mind allows him to think of the world in a different way because you're saying it differently to yourself okay so you can you can maybe make things sound funnier through your Spanish understanding of something, mm-hmm. and that's why he's such a good comedian. But Joey Diaz does that too, and he, he does a thing called Spanglish, where he'll just start like throwing out sentences, but it's like half and half, right? And it adds more of a comical value, and it gives more of an understanding to more people. Yeah, but bro, like imagine being able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so there was a time that we were me and. Uh, me and, well, I can't remember when it was or whatever, but family member were over in, I think it was Lanzarote. So, you know, the, the Spanish islands, you know. And uh, there was someone who was originally from England. I think they'd been over there for seven years. But they said whenever they got over there, they didn't speak a word of Spanish. But then how good they were, because obviously they were surrounded by that yeah. so much. And then you, you wouldn't have even guessed that they, like, you know, Spanish wasn't their, wasn't their first language. Yeah. Because of how good they were, and I think they were, you know, because the kind of saying is you, you learn better whenever you're younger. Another thing I heard yes. of Joe Rogan, yeah. li- literally last night, yeah, was that if you don't learn a language before the age of eleven, yeah, that well, roughly when you start to hit puberty, right, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't carry the accent with it. But if you learn that language before you start puberty, then you will carry an accent when you say it. So say say right say you're uh, say you're a native English speaker and you go to Spain, okay. You go when you're thirteen. I, yep. You'll say all the words. You'll say perfect Spanish, but you'll say it all with an English dialect. Whereas if you if you start to learn the Spanish before you 
start growing, so say eight, nine, yeah. well, you will say with the Spanish dialect? Well, I would say it would be easier because that, like, kind of, I'm picking up from that that, like, you can't learn. Like, no. But no, no, I think you can. But it's just like, sorry. What I'm saying is this, right? You can speak it fluently, perfectly. As good as a local, but you will say it with the accent of someone from England. Yeah, yeah, but that's something that could be worked on. No, but they're saying you will not, you won't, you'll have it for like, it's just. Yeah, yeah, but like, obviously. You can, you can do the, like, the, the way you, you can, hold on. David Silva has just retired from football, he's 37. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. That be like, no, no. But it's, you, you, you speak it with the accent before the age of 11, more or less. Aye, but you still can in later life. But it's just this not just going to be as it's natural as good. I I but you, you can work on. You'll, you know why you hear people speak English that have been here for like forty years. Mm. You can just hear something in there. Like they speak per, they sound like they're from Northern Ireland, but you can just hear something in there. Right. Okay. That's right. Okay. They probably learned English after they turned eleven, twelve. But okay. if you learned it when you're seven, eight, nine, ten. You're going to actually going to have it with a proper accent. No one ever someone's born here. So there's almost that like wee small thing that we could maybe one percent. That's just that one percent. Right. Okay. Right. Well, that well that changes it. But I yeah. Right. Okay. I will leave it at that. But that's what I was. Uh, 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 what's what's next on the, on the new the last well teleprompter? How long we got left? Because I've got a few here. Uh, ten minutes. Right. I'll save another one for the next one. Okay. Ah, uh, as well as something else. Okay. Uh, but. We'll talk about the Korean collapse in New York City. Korean again, don't know anything about it, so this is fresh for so me. So basically, a forty-nine story building, which is not for New York. That's not really that tall. For, for it's tall. The tallest one in Belfast, I think, is twenty-one or something. I see. over double that. Yeah, but that's only going to be a hundred and seventy meters or something like that. Hundred and eighty. Which is still very tall. It's very tall. Yeah. You wouldn't want to fall from it, but New York, that's kind of basic. So anyway, this, this crane was it was just building away. And you know the way they have like a wee generator box in the back you see of a crane? Mm. So there's a, it's on stilts, and then there's the pivot part mm-hmm. of a crane. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a box, like the generator, the hydraulics. Okay. It caught fire whenever it was at full mast. And Your then what? Full mast. Oh, t- and then the whole, so that caught fire, and then that just rotted away all the way right. uh, yeah, to yeah. the top. Yeah. And then I don't even know if they got the bottom cleared, like everyone on the street. Oh. The whole thing just and it scraped along the building on the other side, and then dropped like took five seconds to drop because it's that yeah. Far. High. So imagine the speed and the weight of yeah. that metal. Boink, bang. I I haven't heard anyone die from it, so that'd be days. But I mean. Um, uh, you never even think about that if you're in a city, because New York is New York's that crazy. You're thinking, oh, they've got this down to a T now. New York. Have you been? Yes. Have you? No. Please tell me your experience, because I'd love to go there. Uh, New York is so. I think we were there for four or five days. It's it's manic. Okay. Anywhere you go. So my mother said to you, she said it was just. No. Yeah, it's because obviously if there's like, it's it's the city, it's like you the know, world's capital. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, is it the Big Apple or something? Big Apple. Yeah, right. 
So, you know, it's it's the place to be, arguably, you know, one of the you know, the most famous kind of places in the in the world as such. And it's named after a place in Yorkshire. 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 Uh, to New York. That's good. That's good gear. Um but yeah, it's it, you couldn't go over on like a two week holiday for it. Because I think it's one of those it's one of those places that to city break. You would go for like most a week because I mean, at the end of it you're shattered because you're honestly like there's so much to like discover but you wouldn't really want to do it over two weeks do you know what I mean you would, mm. you would want to like get it done and dusted yeah so like um, trying to think well it's obviously the the Empire State Building the Statue of Liberty One World Trade Center yeah yes yeah yeah uh, the, the museum of the Twin Towers is nuts because it still has like foundations from the twin the waterfall thing in it. Sorry, there's like waterfall. There's water. Yes, yeah, yeah, there, there is, yeah, yeah. They are sorry, and it's just uh, yeah, because like the water waterfall is like where the building was. Yeah, and so whenever we were there, I remember looking up at the is it the trade what's it called? One World Trade Center. Aye, the trade center. So I remember like looking up at that building, just like you couldn't even imagine like a <laughs> you couldn't imagine like a plane. <laughs> Like, yeah. it honestly, like, for anyone that would have seen 9-11, it, Crazy. It, it's, you, could, you couldn't even imagine it. You could not even imagine it. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, so we went on a, uh, is it Central Park? Yeah. Did you see those uh, skinny skyscrapers? The It's on Billionaire's Road, it's called. And it's beside Central Park, and it's loads of, like, really tall skyscrapers, but they're all really, like, super skinny. Probably, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But That's we, what I would want to go see. We went on a, a horse and carriage around Central Park. And, yeah, the guy was, like, pointing out, you know, it was, like... It, you know, it was weird because the guy was pointing out these places that, obviously, we had never been before. But it was familiar. Like, so, mm. for example, you've got, uh, you know, Friends. You know, yes. like, the opening the intro or the yeah yeah the, yeah. the fountain yes the fountain yeah yeah so like we were there and it's like all it's like you've never been here but it's like you know exactly where you are do you know what I mean yeah uh, and Home Alone 2 you know under the bridge that's the other one I was thinking yeah 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 did so, he go like this is where they were yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, again it was like you've never been there but it's like oh yeah I know about that uh, they were pointing out like Lady Gaga's apartment okay. it, was, it was things like that pointing out all these big celebrities and blah blah blah, blah. and it was yeah and it was just kind of like almost every corner you went it was like I was like oh yeah I, I know that from, from this do you know what I mean uh, yeah, I watched for a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine so I reckon I would find some things and yeah. like that's where that scene was from yeah no no bro 100% 100% it's like uh, yeah it was yeah even even like the, the steps in New York I don't know there is a name for them but I call it Times Square Times Square yeah that's what it is that's what it is yeah so at Times Square it's like again the steps so what I remember that from is like the Amazing Spider-Man Two. That's what I remember that right. from. Uh, yeah, because it's like a quite a quite a cool scene in that movie from from the steps. Do you know what I mean? So again, it's like never been there, but it's but like in a in a way like you have because you've seen the movies and everything. Because you've watched so many American movies and films. Yeah. But I uh, the, uh my one fact my one fact to finish off this New York segment mm-hmm. is that New York used to be called New Amsterdam. Because it was actually the Dutch that discovered that area first. Oh, okay. And then I think they came to some agreement, like, you give us... Money. Like, Washington or something. Oh, right. A year. 
a year or well, three. I don't have it now, do they? But I think the Dutch were like, all right, okay, we don't really want it no more. Do you want a Britain? And then they're like, okay, we'll call it New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, Paul. Well, brother, I think I might do this in for the first episode. Yeah. First episode back. We're on, we're on 55. Yeah, brother, I've got a few shout outs. Do you want to do your shout outs first? Uh, well, big shout out to a time of recording. Uh, 24 hours prior, I got a message from a certain Ali G. Uh, I would just uh, like to say on behalf of me and GMAC, thank you for your ongoing yeah. support. Great, uh, appreciate it. Every now and then, just get a wee message from him, just, you know, saying that he's, you know, he's he's listening, he's enjoying. Uh, which is appreciated. Very much so. You know what he said? You know what he said, actually? Um, I don't because I don't... I love you. I don't think it's... Oh, Jesus, shut up. No, he did Oh, sorry. No, he... Shut up. Uh, he said that uh, that he's enjoying the the episodes, right? Okay, listen to this because because he's not in Northern Ireland; he's over in Scotland, as I'm pretty sure it works out. Um, yeah, he said because he's over in Scotland, he misses the Northern Irish accent, and because he hasn't seen us in a while, he said it's like nice; it's almost like a catch. We should up just with- do a Scottish accent yeah. episode, really? No, <laughs> no, Agnewpol. Uh, but yeah, he said that uh, it was like. It was almost like IG's way of catching up with us. Yeah. Well, which is which is absolutely that is a modern yeah. word for you. Yeah. See, we need more IGs. Need more IGs in in the world. But yeah, big shout out to IG. Is there is a is there yes? My one shout out for this week is uh, a local artist, a local producer. Uh, oh yes, what do you call producer of music? Under under the name of Mag Lock M A G L O C K. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, some banging music coming out at the minute he's on Spotify as well so just big shout out Maglock um, I think he's got some dates coming up all over the place he's hosting a few things he might be just follow him guys get get those plays up because he is he's an inspiring artist from Northern Ireland and uh, he's going places so you can say in two years time you were the guy that discovered Maglock yeah so shout out brother yeah well today's episode was meant to be Slightly different because we were meant to have a very very special guest on, but uh, we, have, we do have them. schedules. We're getting clash. Yeah, we this is becoming a, a norm. Yeah. So, uh, so, but yeah. So than that, how are you feeling, G Mac? I'm feeling good. by one wholesome bit of content is today. I said it to you. I appreciate the the trimming on. You're looking tight. You're looking sharp, bro. I said it to you as you walked in the door. Stop. Stop. Well, G Mac, I would like to uh, like to thank you. Thank you for uh, again being on this journey with me. Oh, you know, and uh, I'm sure there's people, people close to me or are fed up with me talking about the podcast and everything, and you know what way I wanted to go and all this and that. But I'm, uh, I'm happy you're on this journey with me. No, I love you lots, brother. That's that's really appreciated. I hope to be on this journey for a while. That's what I do. What? What'd you say? I hope to be on the journey oh, right, for a while. I thought you said we have been on this journey for a while. It's well, the journey has been a while. Sure. But, yeah. Yes, thank you very much for listening to the Never Too Busy podcast. If you weren't, where were you? I was, I was going to... G-Mac, sorry, can you say that again? But, like, stop just halfway. Uh, thank you very, very much for listening to the Never Too Busy podcast. But, but if, you, if you weren't listening... G-Mac, right, one more time. Right, one more time. Thank you for listening to the Very Too Busy podcast. But, but if they weren't... Where were you? Wow. Look at that. Look Bye. at that. Nice V. Nice V. All right. Peace. <laughs> the, you know, the yeah, that's